one of the things I say time and time again about the kind of podcasting we do is that it's about building a body of work. With each episode, we've got the chance to grow our own library of valuable resources. But you've also got bills to pay, and the podcast needs to pull its own weight. So today, we're going to look at how we can use dynamic audio insertion to take advantage of your evergreen content while making sure it keeps working for you. I'm Mark Stedman, and this is something I wrote back in 2022 about something a lot of podcasters aren't yet taking advantage of. So, I said up top, we work hard on our podcasts, and we want to make the most out of the work that we do. The best kind of content for us is usually evergreen, stuff that will remain true for years. Evergreen podcast episodes help us build a consistent body of work we can point to. Plus, it means we're not having to chase the latest headline or daily hashtag to get traction. But while the ideas and messages we send out are often timeless, we need our podcast to work for us. An episode recorded three years ago probably doesn't reflect our work today. So how can we keep our ideas evergreen while giving us the opportunity to talk about what we're doing right now? This is where dynamic audio insertion, or DAI, comes in. The MP3 format for podcast audio is pretty basic. There's a bit of metadata at the top of the file, then a stream of bytes that represent the audio. We can stitch MP3 files together and even break them up with no noticeable effect. If you've ever listened to a podcast from Acast, Gimlet, Wondery, or any big network, you've heard a dynamically inserted ad. In some cases, you might not even realise it, but it's not just the big guys that do it. You've probably noticed that I run the same ads in my episodes. I'll usually stick with something for a month and then move on to another ad, but if you download episodes from a few months back, you'll hear the same ad as you would for the most recent episode. That's all down to the beauty of DAI. Here's how it works for the podcaster. You upload your episode audio file to your media host. This could be Transistor, Captivate, Buzzsprout, Red Circle, or any other that supports DAI. Then you specify certain points within your file where dynamic content can be inserted. We call these pre-roll, which means the beginning of the file, mid-roll, which is somewhere in the middle, and post-roll, which is right at the end. Then you separately upload your dynamic ads to a library and tag each ad. That way, your media host knows what to insert where. Then you activate a campaign, which is a set of ads, either manually or automatically. An automatic campaign can run within a given time frame. Not all hosts support automatic campaigns, so if yours doesn't, you can put a date in your calendar to deactivate your old campaign and then switch to the new one. So that's on the podcaster side. On the listener's side, their podcast player requests an episode. As the episode is downloading, the media host injects ads at the point you choose. Once the ads have been inserted, the original media stream resumes. Now, this isn't about advertising for other companies or services. You can use DAI strictly to promote your own work. Here's an example. Let's say you're a coach and you have an episode about NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. It regularly gets a few hundred downloads per month. You've got the usual calls to action to visit your website or sign up for your newsletter. 
Now let's say you're looking to run a group coaching program and you want to put a cohort together. You can record a message about the program and have it injected at a specific point in your NLP episode. Here's another example. Uh, Theatre has a podcast that tells the story of their historic building. You have a limited run series and you're no longer making episodes, but people still find them on your homepage. At the halfway mark of each episode, you have a space to alert listeners about your latest stage show. The great thing about this system is that you don't have to re-edit your episodes. Your media host will do the editing for you as long as you've specified in each episode where ads should go, then you're done. You just need to record any new ads, check the volume levels match, and preview a couple of episodes. Here, you're listening for any clumsy-sounding transitions between content and ads. You might already be publishing episodes with timely content baked in. In that case, check to see if your host supports ad painting, or similar. This is a term at the moment that's coined and used specifically by Captivate. Ad painting lets you specify a region of audio, remove it, and then replace it with content from your ad library. Now, some media hosts do a better job than others of letting you specify the insertion point. That's where the ad is going to go. Captivate uses a graphical interface where you can zoom into the waveform. This is handy if you need to pinpoint a moment of silence, but for the most accurate way of finding your insertion point, turn to your audio editor and look for the time code where you want to place your break. It adds an extra step to your workflow, but once you've got the hang of it, it gets easier. The extra minute or so of jiggery-pokery is worth it for an evergreen episode that's also up to date with your latest offerings. So we'll get into some caveats uh, in a moment, but first, let's hear something dynamically inserted, timely and relevant. So, thank you, Future Mark. Uh, All right, at the risk of me disappearing down my own meta wormhole... Let's take a look at some caveats along with some do's and don'ts for dynamic audio insertion. Firstly, never place ads or messages directly at the beginning or end of an episode. You need to demonstrate some value or hook the listener in before you think about drawing their attention to something else. That's why we don't put them right at the very, very beginning. Ads at the very end of your episode are rarely played as listeners will have already moved on to the next episode. Instead, pick points near to the beginning and end for your pre- and post-roll ads. For example, if you have a cold open, which is a a brief bit of speech before the main body of the episode, that's a great place for a pre-roll ad. So you have your quick introductory bit, maybe a little bit of music, and then you can go into a very brief message. A post-roll ad is better placed before you start wrapping up the show. You know, telling people where to find your guest, etc. If your media host won't let you place a post-roll ad that far from the end of an episode, ignore the post-roll segment and just insert it as another mid-roll point. If that sounds confusing, don't worry too much about it. Some dynamic audio insertion systems are more advanced than others. Some are truly dynamic in that they inject the ad right as the listener player is downloading the episode. That technique is usually reserved for external ad campaigns where the ad might differ from one device to another. For example, there are ads running on Conan O'Brien's show uh, for US audiences that don't play in the UK. 
And similarly, sometimes he will record an ad just for UK listeners that, of course, doesn't play in the States. You're more likely to use a host that processes each episode when the active ad campaign changes or when you move your insertion points. In this case, the host bakes the ad fully into the episode file, storing it as a separate copy, and then they'll keep the original but serve the one with ads to your listeners. Here's a pro tip for you. Keep your time codes accurate. A time code is a point in time for a piece of media, so it's what we use to tell your media host when to insert your ad. It's usually specified in hours, minutes, seconds, and microseconds. You need to be accurate to the microsecond, so if you're copying time codes, check for a decimal point followed by a number, because usually it's hours, colon, minutes, colon, seconds, dot, microseconds, and you need that whole number. Otherwise, you'll cut the conversation halfway through a word. This tech is pretty primitive, actually. As as advanced as it sounds, it's kind of primitive. You can't fade in and out of dynamically inserted segments or let one bit of audio overlap another. Also, there's always a fraction of a second at the beginning of a bit of MP3 data. That means the switch from content to ad won't be completely gapless. It'll almost be gapless, but it won't be completely gapless. And finally, always listen back to check your transitions. Ensure the insertion point is in the right place and make adjustments if needed. So if you're ready to put DAI to work in your show, check with your media host to see if they support it. If they don't, and if it's not on their roadmap, Captivate is by far the best value for money option right now, although Transistor make it the easiest and most flexible. Now think about your next episode and where you can put in some dynamic content. Consider how you flow in and out of segments so that the ad feels natural and not tacked on. You're looking to build trust with your audience, so don't undermine it with a misaligned message. Once you have an episode ready to go and where the ads feel natural, think about your back catalogue. Consider re-editing old episodes so that you can add those smooth transitions. If you can't, pick points in the transitions between one thought and another. Test your finished episode audio out on a few people. Don't ask them specifically about the ad content, but hint that you're looking for anything that might be odd or out of place. If you've got questions about this, or any aspect of your podcast production process, head to thehelpfulpodcaster.com slash join and take a look at our free invite-only community for generous communicators just like you. Let's do this again next week. Until then, take very good care of yourself and let's do this together.